1: Let's talk about it. 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus.
2: Brandon Tierney Salicata back on the fan, hitting you with the crown topic of the day, which is actually different, BT, now than it was at 10 o'clock. Due to the SNY report from my good friend and colleague over at SNY, Andy Martino, saying that the Yankees and Padres are at the point in trade talks where they're exchanging names. No deal is close, but they have exchanged names in regards to a potential trade for Juan Soto. Andy also alluded to something that the Mets might be doing. They're close to a move. He didn't have a player they're looking to acquire, but it was not a star-caliber player. Obviously, we know the reports about the Mets being interested in Yamamoto as well as the Yankees. Uh, You know, Yamamoto apparently intrigued by the Yankees and the pinstripes and the Yankees saving the number for him. So a lot going on here that seems to be in a big offseason that shapes up with the Mets and Steve Cohen's money for the first time versus the Yankees, maybe acting like the old Yankees going head to head right now in the early rounds. Nothing definitive, nothing judged, but... On the card right now, the Yankees seem to be the ones in the win column. Or, yeah, or I mean,
1: teams. It just seems like they're coming out of their corner a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. Nobody's landed a punch, to your point, because right. the fight just started here. But you know, they're they're dancing a little bit more I don't know, energetically. They're 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 bobbing and weaving. They just look like they they trained the harder. You know you're, what I mean? You're jabbing the Mets for sure. Oh, we'll be jabbing all year, hopefully. Uh now nah, listen, I want the Mets to do some stuff here, but it doesn't seem like they're gonna right. do the things required to elevate them to a place that you and all the great Mets fans want them to be. Now, the way it's going to go with the conversation with the Padres. Yeah, and the th- Mets
2: aren't even in, by I the way, on Soto.
1: It's perplexing. It's maddening, perplexing. It's pathetic. It's unacceptable. Uh, I use the word cursory. I mean, on the most basic, benign level, hey, Padres, what would it take to not even make that call? Uh, is is just utterly irresponsible. It's pathetic. If the Mets don't even throw themselves into the conversation for this 25-year-old lefty stud who was a star in the World Series at the age of 19, it makes no sense, man. But the way the conversation's going, and you would expect this, we want Dominguez. Can't have him. We want Volpe. Can't have him. Okay, great. Now you get to the next, uh, the next pile of players or assets or targets, and it's young arms like Clark Schmidt, Michael King, whatever, some other young players, I'm sure. But... I think the way to hold on to these top players is to take on an undesirable contract, which is why... So instead of giving up, you know, two top 10s yeah, or two top 20s... But you think the Yankees 20s, are going to do that? I think the Yankees are going to do whatever it takes to get back See, that's to what being See, we disagree. But you, you, I, I got you. And we've disagreed for months right. on this. But you have to at least give me this. I'm, I'm not in the end zone. Yeah. I understand that. But the, at least... It seems like it's going in my... You can keep saying you know see yes. it, but if they get Soto and they go and get Yamamoto, then whatever you say doesn't matter because but, they did what you said they wouldn't do. But you know what would be
2: typical Yankee of recent year? To be involved, to have the names mentioned, and you yep. just said it. The Padres say, we want Volpe. They say no. The Padres say, we want Dominguez. Yankees say no. Padres then go to some other team and say, okay, we're going to take your best prospect. Yankees can't let that happen. And if they they did,
1: that would be as pathetic as the Mets not even being involved. And then they'll get my eye But it
2: could, because if the price is so cheap to get Soto, then more teams are going to get involved. Even the fact, knowing that he's a rental, it doesn't matter. And that's where I'm going to get on the Mets. If the price is low, then they better get involved on Soto. When the price goes back up, then I would understand if the Mets said, you know what, we're not going to give up the prospects especially for a rental, we'll just wait in free agency and go buy him. Now, the Yankees are not in that position. The Yankees need to get him. There's been talk. There are changing names. The Yankees, for once, need to go out there and get their guy. Not well, we were reluctant to give up so-and-so,
1: so he went to Seattle or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, changed. they did get Garrett Cole, but I, I got you. I mean, in terms of those oh, so big bats, been, yeah, it's specifically. Been they've held on to these prospects like the Hope Diamond, that, and none of them work out. We could throw rattle through 12 names. They've had 19 left fielders in the last you know, this century, They're more than that, actually. Go get them. Here's my question to you, though, all right? So, forget about Cashman, because Cashman's going to do whatever mm-hmm. he's got to do to probably save his behind at this point. If you're how, and the Yankees baseball people collectively, I know what I just said about Dominguez. Then you move mm-hmm. on. If the only the Padres come back to you and they say
2: Dominguez or Buzz. we
1: got this from the Seattle or whomever. Right, right. We need Dominguez. Do you do the trade? Yankees, I think have to. You do have that. to do the trade,
2: and then you they have to. And then they have to sack up and sign Soto long term. Yeah, not right away, but they can't let him walk. Imagine. See, you're painting such a negative picture. I know what you're going to say. It happens to me, too, because, you know, I'm a Mets fan, and it's been ingrained in me for 40-plus years, so I understand how these things generally work out. But if I believe in Steve, which I do, and I also believe the Yankees aren't operating the way that they used to, and I do believe that, then what could happen here is even if the Yankees do get Soto, they could lose him in the offseason to the Mets, and maybe the Mets get Yamamoto this year. It's a pipe year, dream, dude. And then, it's no, a it's pipe not. dream. It it's an, it's
1: not, that's a pipe dream. How? There is no. Soto's going way. to free agency, bro. He's going to free agency. First of all, if they trade for him. He's going to love it here. But and how are you going to afford
2: him? What do you think? He's going to take a discount? He's not. Yamamoto might take a discount. Yeah. Soto is not. I the, agree. Oh, the Yankees going to just blow past the luxury tax threshold all of a
1: sudden? Yes. That's where you and I differ. Okay, yes. but, but what are you—I'm basing it off of facts. What are you basing it off of? I'm off? basing it off desperation. Okay. And they finally know that.
2: Well, so I'm going to then base off of my hope that the Yankees aren't going to extend him and that Steve Cohen and his rich pockets— are going to go get Soto in the offseason. That could still happen. We're talking about right now the early rounds. Yankees are bobbing and weaving a little bit better uh, than the Mets doesn't are. mean you can't come back it's and land on the chin. It's very early. And this could be a, you know, third-round KO, little uppercut, mm, gut punch. Down <laughs> go the Yankees for once and for all. King Cohen killed the Yankees.
1: Now, happy Sal has returned, but now let me ask you when we get yeah. back to these calls here. Do Don't you, ruin you really my mood, believe huh? what you just said? I know you well enough already. I I believe in Steve. It's not what I asked.
2: I think the Yankees look. See when you when you just laid it out the way that you did, like the Yankee. For some reason, it's being reported, or the or the feel is that it's Soto and the Yanks, and that's it.
1: Yeah, which that, I don't believe to yeah, be that fully can't true.
2: Be the case. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, so the Yankees shouldn't be in a position of. You know, like Soto is it, what's he making? 27 million? Whatever it is, 30 million this year? That's a desirable contract to any team in Major League Baseball that is worth the salt. Okay. Yeah. So it can't just be where, you know, John Carl Stanton specifically picked the Yankees and or two other teams, but the Yankees were really the one that were willing to take on the, the contract. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. This yep, is yep,
1: different. Yep. The Giants were what they wanted Stanton right. as well.
2: This is this is different. You're gonna have to pay to get Soto. Yep. So why is it just well the Yankees could sit there from a position of power in their minds? Nope, you want Dominguez. Nope, you want Volpe. Nope, you're not gonna have, you're not getting Volpe. You're not getting Dominguez. Yeah, one what, will it be fully so on their terms. If, yeah, so if I'm the Padres, say, well, then screw you. That's what they should say. Uh, right, exactly. And there's got to be other teams involved if the price is what we think it is. So in that scenario, I do
1: think maybe we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here with just putting Soto with the Yanks. Well, it, you know. He's not he's not batting third yet, or he's not batting second yet. It's just the direction of the winds. Say that there's a lot of energy between the Yanks and the Padres. I believe it. I've always thought the Yanks would be incredibly proactive. You think they I think he wants up. to come here.
2: I know you would give up Dominguez, I would.
1: would they? That I can't answer. I don't know. If they wouldn't, then they have not changed... Their method methodology right. really of doing business, right? Because that would be a problem to me because they're doing the same thing they've always done. Oh, and I, Dominguez flashed more than anybody else really it. in recent years. So He's it's not Clint Frazier's Come on, I mean, but he, but his, I mean, power, predictions power both one, sides of the play. Yeah. No, no, I'm right. not saying I wouldn't do it. But think about like Clint Frazier, all these yep. other guys, Florial. They bring him up, they hit 190, and they're useless, right? Even Barraza hasn't hit, Cabrera hasn't hit. These guys generally don't hit. You watch Dominguez play for that first game out in Houston like this kid just looks the part. Everything about Dominguez, shouts superstar. Pop both sides of the plate, uh-huh. good wheels, presents, this affable, fun, exuberant nature like that I think would play well in the day-to-day grind of baseball. But even if they weren't, and they're not going to have to give him up, but if they had to and did not, I would have a problem with that. BT
2: and Sal on the fan our friends at Town Fair Tire. Remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Jerry is calling from the Bronx. What's up, Jerry?
3: Sal. Jerry. Let me tell you something. You're like a crazy person, man. You you really are. There's something wrong with you. You talked about a few minutes ago, people that are sick, would you deal with them? I don't know how BT does it. I tell you honestly, the guy's got to be an archangel. You're a crazy
2: person. Well, what's the, what's the disagreement that we have here? Give me, give me some.
3: The last time you were talking about it, we argued about getting uh, Yamamoto on the cheap and all that. All right,
2: so stuff. what are we talking about today? What is your issue today?
3: Well, let, let, let's talk about today. First of all, I need you to put on your GM hat, okay? That's the first thing. You bring in Soto. You're going to give up your farm system. You know for a fact. That he's going to go to pre-agency, and there's always the possibility that he may go somewhere else. And you're stuck with nothing. The fourth day of the mess is their pocket. Who
2: said they have to give up the phone to get him? That's the whole point. Are you listening to the show or no? Sal. So, no, no not finish? Sal. I just said... I just said, literally about five minutes ago, that if the Mets yes. had to give up yes. more than what's reported that that is going to take to get Soto, then I could understand them backing off of did that. You,
3: did you hear what you said about a half hour ago when I first called up? That you said the Mets better get Soto, they better get yeah, Yamamoto? they
2: better be in on him. Yes, if the okay. price is down. Yes,
3: if the price goes down. But let's say the price does go down, they don't want Dominguez. First of all, that kid is a stud, like BT said. He's a stud. I haven't seen a kid. And maybe it's just the five, eight games he got hurt. But this, he has a beautiful swing from both sides of the plate. And not only that, Soto is a terrible outfielder. And a so you don't, want, you don't want Soto? Not for one year. I would wait. Listen, Cohn's got the money. If they want him, they should wait the year. And make an investment. The guy's only going to be twenty six. Jerry, 26, hey, let me jump in for four. one sec, chair. And, and so heck, I,
1: here's what here's the way I see. You. Thanks for the call, there, buddy. And by the way, I know you just said that I'm, I'm having more fun with this guy than I think I've ever had in my career. I love working with this guy. Fact. All right, fact. <laughs> well, Absolute I mean, I fact, dude. I love rolling about. with you every day. Fact. So I would say this, Sal. When 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 you look at the two, well, there's three possible Mets. Don't make a move at all for Soto, which probably is going to happen, unfortunately, for a Mets fan. The other two options are you give up whatever you have to give up to get him, and you roll the dice of him leaving via free agency. That's obviously a plausible route because he's not going to sign here. He's going to go to free agency. Everybody surmises that. Or you try to buy him in free agency after he spends a year somewhere where he's already traded and has a chance to make relationships. To me... The best way for Juan Soto to be a Met is to give up the prospects. I don't mean over-the-top stuff, but give up what you got to give up now. Get him in the building. Show him the love. Show him the Mets way, whatever that new vision is going to be, and hopefully it sticks and he wants to put roots down with the Mets. If he goes to the Yankees or if he goes to the Dodgers, well, if they wouldn't trade right, the Dodgers, right. of the Red Sox, he's not going to the Mets The Mets are going to stink this year. He's not going to, you know, seventy-five. They're not going to be good. He's not going to look at the Mets as a desirable spot to relocate. Again, this guy was. That's where we disagree, though. I think he's he's going to want want the most money. The the Nationals. Okay, then he goes to San Diego. Let's say he gets traded to the Yankees or Boston. Now he's going to want to go to his fourth team at the age of twenty-five. People want to put down roots. He's not picking up again. All
2: right, but let me just ask you: If you had to guess two things, I know we don't know the player, but if you, based on everything that we know so far about him, if you had to guess two things that Soto would desire, what would it be? I'm not even going to say
1: money because the money's going to be there. But I, but I think I that that's say, number one. He wants money. He turned down a yeah four hundred whatever it was. I'm, that's, I'm just yeah okay. So well, I'll well, say well, what's money one. And I would say, like status, status slash chance to win champion, like a legit, well, like being in the middle of the baseball universe. But,
2: but there have been reports about him wanting New York. Yeah, I, I know. So if he wants New York and money, yep. Then I think the Mets are in play, regardless. However, I do, even though I was teasing before about you know the Mets stealing away from the Yankees, which I think is possible. I don't think it's likely. I believe if Soto
1: gets traded to the Yankees. He's gonna sign a ten year deal, he's gonna be a Yankee Hall of Famer.
2: That's that's He's not leaving. That's what logic would tell he you. He's not leaving. However, if he gets traded anywhere else, mm-hmm. I think the Mets are front and center. I wouldn't, so say, I
1: wouldn't say front and center, but I
2: would say well, that's, that's a little
1: money. that's a little different. They've got New York and the most money. I understand that, but if he sees a team that has seventy four wins this year and is not remotely appealing,
2: yeah, he's not he, coming here. Yeah. I mean, it would be well.
1: Mets gotta start showing a pulse. I mean the Yankees won 82 games last year. I understand, year. but they're the Yankees. I don't I don't say oh, that okay. to be a douche. No, no, but but they are fine. The,
2: they're the Yankees. All right, but still, he wants the most money and he wants New York. Do you think that the Yankees And by the way, just to clear that up, I said the Mets should get involved if we're talking about two top hundred prospects. Mm-hmm. Like the price is gonna go up. Obviously, because when it's that low, more teams are going to get involved. Yep. Now, if the price goes up to where you need three of your top 20, the Mets are not in a position to do that. Sadly, I would understand why they wouldn't do that. Just to clear up that knucklehead that called before. No, I remember that. Saying, yep. like, yeah. That's what we're saying where the Mets need to get involved. It, it, and, by the way, not just the Mets. Every team in baseball, if you're worth anything, should get involved to see what the price is. If the price is where we think it's going to be, then I could understand the Mets backing off. But the fact that they haven't been, been even
1: rumored that's to be interested, that's scratching. unacceptable. Just for clarity yeah. purposes on my end with the, with the prospects, do you, do you look at Alvarez as a prospect or Acuna as a prospect? The Mets Acuna.
2: Yeah, I mean, what do you mean? Because like, I look at like, Alvarez as already a staple here. on the yeah, team. So when we say Like same prospects. thing with Volpe. Volpe's not a prospect. Exactly. Yeah. Dominguez, borderline. I yeah, mean, yeah. Still... So you
1: talk about kids in the minors. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's, that's what that I Alvarez should be a non I mean, that's what I always like, did, yeah. but I just want to make sure. Yeah. We've got, like, is Beatty a prospect? You know, Beatty played, what, 75 games? I'm just throwing 90, whatever it is. Is he a prospect? Uh, know or is if it would... the kid they got from Houston, the top 10 pick? That's the prospect to me. Yeah, not the Acuna is the prospect. Beatty uh, would Pirata, be a trainable piece. Uh, 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 Parada, the catcher, right? From, uh, He's a prospect. Georgia yeah. Tech prospect. Guys who
2: haven't at least established themselves Gotcha. I though. Just want to yeah. make
1: sure. Oh, man. The whole thing.
2: Kyle is calling from Newburgh, New York.
4: What's up, Kyle? Hey, how you doing, fellas? Big fan of you guys. Um, first, I wanted to get into one thing about diapers. Um, yeah. I'm, a special need, I'm a special needs dad. Um, my son was born at Westchester uh, at the Children's Hospital, Maria Ferrari. Um, he stayed there for about five months. And then, uh, for another six months we spent, uh, in, in rehab before we came home. Mm. I didn't think I was going to be such a hands-on dad, but not having him home for a year and getting him home guys. I, I fell in love with waking up every morning, changing his diaper, uh, rubbing cream on him, getting him dressed. And, um, it's just a special bond. you form with your kids. Sal, you got a young daughter. Mm. Um, appreciate some of those moments, man, because you'll never get them back. And it's just uh, when that child sits there and gives you that smirk and smile yeah. after you just got done changing them, you know what
1: I mean? That's yeah. Guys, Sometimes um, they pee like, on you too, though. That little piss uh, <laughs> gets you <know>, a little, little <laughs> stiff. Yeah, I get it. I <laughs> it starts it, flying everywhere. You sound like a great Kyle. Kyle, hey, by the Kyle, you sound like a great guy. You sound like a great guy. God
2: bless you when you saw
1: Yeah.
4: Thank you, guys. And, listen, you you make our day special. Uh, I got my son watching the fans since birth. All right? So it, it, it's a pleasure to listen to you guys every day. And um, one thing I will say, another reason why I love listening to you guys is you guys are family guys. And I'm, I got a big heart, and, and I love my family. And that's one thing that you guys talk a lot about. And I feel like that's huge part of, you know, your program. And Evan and them guys, man, and, you know, I love all you guys. Uh, you, You know, buddy. talking to Pete. And so, you know, you guys make my day. Thank you. All the time that I've spent in the hospital and everything with Jeremiah. My son's name is Jeremiah, by the way. His mm-hmm. nickname is Little Guys. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just it's just a pleasure having kids. So, Sal, just enjoy those moments. Mm. And your wife will look at you a little different, man. Um, you'll just get to appreciate some of the things that the mothers do on a father's side of things. And it just opens up your eyes. And just down the road, you'll look back when she's 18 and you're going, man. Appreciate, nice, man. appreciate you know? the advice, Kyle.
2: <laughs> We do no
4: doubt. Thank anyway, you. about Soto, um, I just feel like the, the Yankees they they should go after Otani. Um, you know they, you know he gives them what both and what they need. And Soto, you're gonna you're gonna empty the farm just for one guy. And you know you see a lot of times this guy he should have been a bigger star by now. He's been in the game a while. He's a young guy, and he just seems like one of those guys when things aren't going good. You know he puts his head down instead of you know instead of keeping his head up. Hmm. And one other one other thing about the Yankees. Um, we took our son to the Hudson Valley Renegades game uh, yeah. a year and a half ago. Yeah. Anthony Volpe was there. He hit a walk-off grand slam home run, and the whole team came out and autographed the ball and handed it to him. Oh. So a
5: Very big nice. ovation
4: for the for the Hudson Valley Renegades and the New York Yankees because that's their minor league affiliate, oh, their yeah. IA. And- it was a special moment, and we would become a fixture over there. That's awesome, so, dude! Thanks
1: for the call. Thank I, you, I know Kyle, the stadium. It. I know the stadium well. That's over in uh, obviously Hudson Valley, not too far from Marist, where I went. Uh, true story. 20 Twenty second aside, when the affiliate was first born, I think they were initially a, a Devil Rays back when they were still the Devil Rays affiliate. I think, uh, and they had tryouts on my college field at Marist, and you know who the GM was? Who? Oh. Uh, uh, um, well, first of all, the GM, um, Nolan Ryan was involved in it. Reed Ryan oh, okay. was one of the pitchers on the team. And I remember after practice for me, sitting there and watching these, you know, there's probably about 100 kids, Dominican players all over the country coming in, and then they wound up building the stadium. It's it's beautiful up there. It's about 90 miles enough. north of Manhattan, but it's gorgeous. That's great Real stuff. Nice.
2: And, and look, bottom line is Yankees need to be aggressive here. Yep. I mean, this is the offseason. They talked the a big game. There's a lot of rumors out there. Will they actually follow through with it? I still have my doubts, and I still believe...
0: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: your official station to talk giants. The Fan, 1019
2: FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata, back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Just got caught up with a conversation with Evan out in the newsroom about the tournament.
1: The, that must uh, have been riveting. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's like, I'll explain it to you if you want me to explain it to you. He's at the Nets game <laughs> oh, watching gosh. on the iPad. I'm like, dude, Jeez, the, the Nets, iPad. my God. Stop. And they had to – see, one thing that is convoluted is that you had to – Going into the night, like he, he was giving an example of the Nets. The Nets had to win by 15 going into the night. Okay. That changed because the Celtics' margin of victory. Correct. So, like, it's, there's no, you need to know going in what needs to happen for it to make some sense. He also brought up an excellent point. Does he like it, by the way? he's into it? I think he, uh, he accepts yeah. it for what it is, kind yeah. of. Yeah, I mean, like me. come on, dude. He's into Nets games. You don't <laughs> think he's into the tournament. <laughs> That's true. So one one point he did bring up, yeah. which I found interesting, was that because the Nets are not in the tournament, they actually have an easier schedule. Because now their games that get added are, like, against the crappy Wizards or the, the Hawks, Hornets. Whatever. last night. And the Knicks get a game added... Against Milwaukee, mm-hmm. so it's actually doing more harm as far as your regular season standings go. Now maybe it's a game or two, not a huge deal. But whatever, I know. But dude, for the cup, I mean, come on, for the NBA Cup, that's what I mean. That's what we're getting excited about the NBA about. Cup. Oh wow. my god, maybe one day we'll look back in this and be like, hey, you know what? I was wrong about that. This NBA Cup thing is really cool. But.
1: Listen, the one thing that I did say to Sal, uh, we're hammering these these yeah. baseball calls with Soto because you know th- times do change and. You know, you either adopt, uh, adapt or die. Right. And I gave up the example, like 1979, when the NBA first introduced a three-point shot, there were 2.8 total threes attempted per game. Less than three by both teams combined. Last night, the Knicks and Hornets had 69. And again, that's probably too many, but the point being, early on, there was an initial resistance by the teams themselves and aversion to shooting. Then they're like, oh, three's better than two. We did the math, and boom, here you go. This this explosion of three-point shooting. Even baseball, I didn't mention this before, but I will quickly hear. When the pitch clock was implemented, all the purists were up in arms. Yep. You know, the game's integrity has forever been compromised. Not really. I mean, you complained about it for a second and you bitched about it for a second because people want to bitch and complain about anything they can, get, they can bitch and complain Fair. about. It. And then you watch baseball and you get used to it. And, and it next year better. it'll be even less visible. Yeah. And the year after, you're actually going to shorten it. And the year after, it's going to be ingrained in our baseball yeah. soul. Whatever. Yeah. We'll get used to the in-season tournament. Uh, That's I, all I'm saying. I guess.
2: All right, BT and Sal on the fan. Keeping it going with your calls here. Mets, Yanks, start of a red-hot offseason here. Yankees, According to SNY's Andy Martino, reportedly in talks with the Padres to the extent of exchanging names. Nothing is close to being done, but they were exchanging names. The Mets, uh, I'm I'm not sure what exactly they're doing. John is calling from Staten Island. What's up, John?
3: Hey, what's up, fellas? Um, I got to say, man, look, as Mets fan, we got to settle down. I I trust Steve because look at it this way. Steve is already having to deal with the Steve Cohen tax already. Mm -hmm. So for him to go in and to trade prospects, for um, Soto, and then on top of that, pay for it after you already are paying for the process. You just got back from the Scherzer and the um, mm-hmm. Verlander, and, and the pitchers, yep. Verlander deals. Mm-hmm. That's that's spending money, bad money after bad money. He has to be smart in this situation. I believe if if the opportunity presents itself, he's going to make a strike. But in this situation, we got to be patient. And um, if Soto presents itself in the off season, he's going to make the he's going to make the deal. We can't be pulling our hairs out because we're not. You know, making bad moves after bad moves. Uh, John, so I think just that John, there. that's
1: a pretty John. I think that's a very smart way of looking at the offseason here for the Mets, and I think pragmatically, it's probably going to serve you well moving forward. You know, there's a way to do this, and I brought up the Keith Hernandez trade back in '83, where they, they I mean, the Mets were absolutely horrendous—like '66, '68, '69—for the five years before that, that preceded the, you know, the slow bump. And then 84 and 85 were really good. 86, of course, you guys won it with 108 games. You won the championship. Like, there was nothing before Keith arrived to say these Mets are going in the right direction. It was light hitting, Doug Flynn, rest in peace, Ron Hodges, catcher, Tavares, I mean, Pat Zachary who was always heard, Neil Allen, you know, Hubie Brooks was mm. okay. But you had just a bunch of riffraff, King, Dave Kingman, you go nowhere. You know, like a young Wally, a young Mookie. Yeah, but they, they, playing short stuff. I don't even remember. But, but they built remember. it the
2: right way. They had the core of they the minor leaguers coming up. The, yes, out.
1: they built it the right way, but it didn't happen overnight. And that's why I push back on Martino's notion that it doesn't make sense. This is his opinion, not a report. For the Mets to try to trade for Soto now because they're years away from winning. But the Mets were theoretically years away from winning when they got Keith back in 83. So it's not a consistent it's just not consistent. This, this when is not great the time available. Yeah,
2: get them. That's exactly right. That's this, it. This is not the time to be patient. Like I understand being patient. You're right. And there's also like I also understand if the price is too high, why it makes sense not to go make a trade for him if you're the Mets. I totally understand that. However, it feels as if they haven't even inquired. It feels as if there is no interest because. They are waiting this year out until next year. Well, you may not have that opportunity in the offseason. You might. He's going to test free agency and all likelihood. That's what it seems like. But if he goes to the Yankees, what are the odds you're going to realistically, what are the odds the Mets are going to pry him away from the Yankees? To me,
1: zero. That's not happening. I mean, I'll mean, i give you 1%. Uh, never say zero. It's not happening, though. I mean, like,
2: no. It's hard enough to get the player in free agency to begin yeah. with. To pry him away from the New York Yankees? Not happening. It's just like. All right, man, I got uh, a
1: glimmer of hope for you here for Mets fans. I don't know if you'll if you'll love it, but. The one thing we don't know, we know how Cashman does business, right? We don't know how David Stearns does business. So who's to say that? Because we are assuming, since there's no connection with Soto and the Mets, that there's going to be no connection with Soto and the Mets. And and, and either today, yesterday, or tomorrow, maybe Stearns is just one of these stealth operators where nothing leaks, not a peep. And then you're like, whoa, the one bomb from Heyman or whomever. You know, whomever breaks mm-hmm. the big baseball story with this one. And it kind of varies. We know the three or four big names. The Mets get Soto that nobody saw because David Stearns just does it his way. Quietly. Stealthily. It's impossible that that's the case. I believe in Steve. Yeah. I, it could. You're right. You have to. You have no other choice at this point. Well, well, let's just do
2: like some logical math here for a
1: second. Do you
2: think the Mets are stupid? No. Okay, me neither, right? So we agree there the Mets aren't stupid. Juan Soto's a great player who's available. If the Mets are going to be on Otani, if they're going to inquire about Yamamoto and be all in on him, like, why wouldn't they at least see what the price is? Like, you can't just say... Steve Cohen did not make his billions just sitting back and being patient. Mm-hmm. If there's something that you know is a great asset potentially out there, especially at a good value, wouldn't you... At the very least, inquire? Yes. Okay, so let's... I mean, we haven't heard the reports. There has been no connection. But I'd have to believe that the Mets, who are very, very rich and not stupid, Mm -hmm. maybe on some level, to your point behind the scenes, at least inquired about what it might take to get Juan
1: Soto. Now, there's also... I would think that that could be true, but there's also another part of the coin here where they would still be rich, they still would not be stupid... But maybe their baseball sensibility, collect Stearns and, and there's other people, mm-hmm. but really Stearns, they've come to the conclusion that it's really not the right time for Soto. They're still rich. Doesn't mean they're stupid. We might think that that's the wrong approach, but they can still be a sound organization and have other things planned out that work out. Like, there's always another Right,
2: but where option. we disagree is that when you say it's not the right time for Soto, yeah. that to me is not smart.
1: Okay. Yeah. You know no, what I, mean? I, like, I know exactly what you mean. And I feel the same way. I'm just look, trying you to. you don't get that yeah.
2: opportunity again. No. It's not the right time for Mookie Betts. No. You go get him. He's available. You go get him. Mm-hmm. Price hmm. Harper, free agent, Manny Mitchell. Like, you have one shot. Go get those guys. It's true. Look at the slim pickings that are out there now. Who's the star offensive player that's out there? Bellinger, I don't even
1: like. That's Kiermaier, who had a That's 270, a, 270, I, like he had his best. He was like 740 OPS, his best year ever. There's not many so, picks out there. Uh, so
2: I'm supposed to believe that it's not the right time for a player of
1: Juan Soto. caliber? I still think that there's a real chance that they trade you Pete. Go, you go I balls think there's a chance the that they trade Pete.
2: Think about what the, you go balls to the wall for Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer, and it's not the
1: right time for mm-hmm. Juan Soto? That's illogical when presented that way. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the
2: NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salakata, back on the fan. Boy, I can't get enough of this Mets talk. Every time I go out in the newsroom, we're talking Soto. We're talking what the Mets are going to do, what the Yanks are going to do here. Your gut right now, BT, yeah. you think the Yankees do get two of these three big guys? Yes. You think that, well, oh, you mean Bellinger is one or no?
1: Yes, but I actually, I, now I, think, mind, I think it's going to be Soto and Yamamoto. And I did not think that it would be Yamamoto. Oh, as crap. you know, I, I think it's going to be two out of the three. What makes you think Yamamoto now? Why the change? Just based on the apparent desire from his end to be a Yankee. I didn't know that before. Mm. I'm just thinking money. I'm thinking well, but pre-existing was, relationship with Senga. But that was out there. The, the pinstripes, the Yankee I was talking about like months ago. Right. I didn't really necessarily know that. Now it's come out more. Right. You know? I have a question for you. Yeah. I don't like that answer. But anyway. All right. Yeah. Do you think that we're overrating Juan Soto? I think potentially yes.
2: Now, I'm going to tell you why I do. Go ahead. His postseason in 2019. Like, I'm one of these guys, I will admit, if I see it once in the postseason in the biggest spot, I'm forever sold. Mm -hmm. And what I saw from him against lefties, against big-time pitching, in the biggest clutch situations possible... It was one of the great uh, postseason performances in my mind. Now, I don't know if the numbers add up to that, but watching him. They do.
1: He had three home runs in that World Series. Watching him
2: in the big spots, dude. Hey, against the Dodgers. I remember him doing it against Kershaw. Like, the Nationals, yep. where they came Two from. Two home runs against the Dodgers, yeah. He was... Unbelievable. Yep. So I will always hold on for that. Oh, and by the way, he is a terrific player. Aside from that, but that's why I feel like I overrate him or or value him greatly because of that postseason. While well, you think in general the numbers don't add up to what we're talking about? No, they do.
1: They they do, and I love him, and he's exactly what they need. I'm, there's just levels of superstars, you know, and there's been a little fluctuation. Like, I don't understand how. You either know, have Soto or Harper? Who do I think is a better player? Well, who would you rather have? Yeah, who's a better player? Whatever. Well, Harper's older. Healthy Harper, hel- healthy Soto. I, mean, I think I'd rather have a healthy Harper. Interesting. His energy is, and he's a good so, fielder, and he's a he's a plus base runner. All
2: right. So, what were you going to say? Like, he's not a Cunha. No, no, he's not. Right? He's not Judge. He's not Judge. Uh, I mean, hold on. No, I mean, yeah, but he he does play every day. Like, Judge is a different level when he plays every day, and Judge no, is no better than just a home run hitter. But like,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, in twenty twenty two. He played 153 games. He played 151 the, the year before that. 2020, he played 47 out of the 60. year before that, he played a buck 50. No, again, Soto is a superstar. But I do believe that there's levels of superstardom. And I'm just wondering if he's on the bottom level of superstardom. He's not a good fielder. Again, I want the Yankees to get him. All right, so
2: if there's two or three tiers of superstar, well, let's say two. He's probably two and a half.
1: Who Big, are the top ones? Uh, Judge, in no order. Acuna. Acuna. Uh, let's Mookie Betts. S- Mookie Betts. He's got to be top tier. I you know? know Freddie Freeman's getting up there, but he hits three thirty. See, I if mean... you're going to
2: put Freddie Freeman on
1: there, I'm going to put Juan Soto. You yeah, know, I'm not saying that I'm
2: not, but when you actually Harper, hear— Harper Machado, are we talking about these guys. Uh, or... I think
1: I think Soto's better than Machado. When Trout. I Otani is At this Ohtani point, uh, at this point I'd rather have certainly Soto than Trout. Right. Otani's you know? number one. We yeah. leave him out. But when you think about think about this, like you hear the name Juan Soto, and you think of certain things, mm-hmm. like you conjure up in your own mind the lefty swing, the the, this, this is the whole unique For batting me, it's stance. the postseason in 20, the postseason yeah. numbers, which Sal referenced before. Now, when I hit you with some numbers, is this the statistical path that you envisioned when I said, think about Juan Soto. 22 home runs, 70 RBIs. 34 home runs, 110. Obviously very good. Uh, COVID year, whatever. And then 29. Now, this is in 2021, a full season. 29 home runs, 95 RBIs. Okay? In 2022... He totaled 27 home runs and 62 RBIs. And last year, he went 35 and 109. Now, obviously... He walks He's walks. he got to be hitting
2: over 30 home
1: runs. He's got to be driving in 100 runs. I so agree me to have, with you. you though, that's what I'm saying. Right. Now, he walks over 130 times a year. No, I want hits. Uh, you know, his his career on base is 420. His career OPS is 950. The numbers add up. What's the career batting average? Uh, career 250? batting at – no, no, it's going to be higher now. 284. 284. All I mean, right. that's obviously yeah. really good. But it's swayed now by it's the it's like one 320 year. used what? to be. What's that? 284 is like 320 used to be. Kind of. Uh, the one year he hit 351 during COVID, that skewed a little bit. But then he hit three thirteen. the net. but the last couple of years has been some 250s, two to two seventies. Like again, he's awesome, and he would—he's everything the Yankees need, and defense, the Mets, and everybody. Defense worries you. Defense—he's terrible. I know. So does he, that just admit—he just under- he's bad outfielder. He's not good, and he's not good on the bases either. He's not slow, but he's a—he's a negative. See what on the you, bases.
2: What would drive me nuts is the walks. You meaning you wouldn't like them? I dude, if you're paying. 400 million for Juan Soto I'm not paying for him to go walk I could see that with Daniel Vogelback I want Juan Soto to hit and drive and runs so I know a big part of his game is his plate discipline yeah
1: but maybe he expands it with the with the confines of right field if he winds Yankee up being Bay, a Yankee yeah. maybe he expands it a little bit he tries to hook the ball a little bit no, more big. Which could bring the average down as you try to hook the ball to a little bit of a different approach. Fewer walks, more bombs. I don't know. You're going to be okay with
2: Juan Soto taking a walk in a big spot, handing over to John Carl Stanton, who can't—you know, got to limp around the bases. No, because he's going to be if handed off to fun. Aaron
1: Judge because Aaron Judge is going to be hitting third. Soto's going to be second. Volpe's going to be one. So yes, I'd be okay with that, especially if Judge uh, deposits one 497 feet, which he usually does. All right,
2: Paul is calling you from don't Newark. Like that answer, do <laughs> no, you? I don't. Wait, well, <laughs> that's when he's actually playing. Paul yeah. is calling from Newark. What's up, Paul? <laughs>
3: What's going on, Sal? Sal, you got to stop with this King Cohen thing. You know, how did Cohen make his money, uh, Sal? How did what? How did how did King Cohen make his money?
2: Uh, in finance, didn't he?
3: Okay, so do you actually think he got a good investment on what the three hundred million he spent last year with the Mets?
2: Right, no. but it's a different it's a different so what ball makes game. You
3: think, well, I understand that, but what, what makes you think? And the way you talk. Like, he's going to spend, like, a drunken sailor every year. Oh, who's got the highest payroll in you're baseball?
2: Making, you, you're right, but no, you no, want no. him to Okay, spend so I'm like, right. So which one is it? Who's got the highest no, payroll in baseball? The he met it Okay, so you by a
3: landslide. To, he, yeah, I agree, and he had a bad investment in it. So you want him to spend, like, the Yankees of yesterday, basically. So, no, I, I, and I, Ruster, didn't what, I, I didn't say that.
2: I didn't say that. Well that's I, how you're coming across. No, I said he he does spend like that. As a matter of fact, he spends more. He's got the highest payroll in baseball history. He's yeah, by he the luxury. Last year. Oh, okay, but didn't you,
3: work. What did he have to do? He had to. he had three players that they had to And guess what and he did? Paid he he paid
2: those players to go away to buy prospects. I'm not sure what your point is exactly. Clarify for me. All
3: right. My point all right, my point is that you can't just always say you you're always saying King Cohen, King Cohen, King Cohen. Right. Yank, well, let's just say he says, okay, this year we're going to step back and not spend so much. We're going to say, okay, then buying one gigantic player, we're going to buy just three players at this, and maybe get a better investment on it.
2: Well, uh, I'm
1: still confused as to I, what the I, hell these guy's I, talking I, about. I think I've, I was able to piece it together. Thank Thanks for the call, for the, call Yeah, I appreciate that. So he talked about the poor return on investment, So, which is true. Based on what he spent and he went for it, the, the ROI was awful. And now, smart – Financially based people like Steve Cohen right. are not going to keep doubling down on bad ROIs. Right, but nobody's saying that. No, he's no, gonna I know, I know. i just he still might have th- the highest payroll in baseball. Well, I don't think he will. That's no, they where we to, differ. they're way over the luxury tax threshold. They're still they're in on Yamamoto. You know what that's going to cause? Yeah, but I don't think they're going to get him. So I, I listen. Pete's making big money. Lindor's making big money. Nimmo's making good money. But there'll be enough. First of all, the pit there's no pitchers making any money. Sang is okay. No, but they got the dead money already. Like I understand, payroll, but in ter- yes, yeah, I got you. But in terms of like the the, the funds applicable to the twenty fan five, the 25-man roster on opening day, they will not have what they had last year. I believe it will be the Yankees and the Dodgers, and then maybe the Mets will be in that 5-6-7 yeah, range. But they still spend the, the money is already—like, you can't just ignore no, that he spent I, I, the money. I'm, I'm not. No, I'm right. giving him credit. What I'm saying is I don't think he's going to keep doing it year and, and, and I We'll think just go higher and higher and higher? I think higher? the expectation from a lot of Mets fans was— this guy's going to be doling out checks well, here and there. I'm just saying. No, but he was saying that I keep calling
2: him King Cohen. You realize why I call him King Cohen? I don't actually. And well, why? because he's he's the richest owner in the sport, and he spends more than anybody else. It doesn't mean that he's got to double down and just continue to spend higher and higher and higher, but my belief in him is that when there's a good player to be had, when there is a smart investment to be made, he is going to go do it, like Yamamoto. Why not and again, Soto? He's not involved. When he's a free agent, he will. But it's going to be too late. Maybe not. I don't uh, know. You can't and by the way, you don't know if he's involved then. or not. We don't know. No, it hasn't I, I, been reported, I, I, but you would I, say it yourself. Did, just to
1: be fair to the they, conversation, they would be, I did say that.
2: They would be in on Otani. So, like, there's a difference between just spending money to spend it, like, yep. let's say, on blaze well, James Bell. Dolan
1: used to do that. He right. used to spend money just to spend it. Here's, you know, Marbury. Here's Francis. Here's this guy. Here's Eddie Curry. Here's Jerome James off one good game with Seattle. Like, I, I don't think Cohen's going to do that. I think he's, he's going to be a more pragmatic, more... Well, like laid out plan through Stearns to build up the system. If it makes sense, do it. And I don't have a problem with that. I think that's actually smart. What I'm saying is I think it's going to be a little different than a lot of people thought it would be. Anytime the biggest name hits the market, come on in. You're going to be a Met. It's not going to be that way. Well, well how are you
2: saying that when? Who are the three biggest names on the market? Actually, give me the two biggest names on the free agent market right now.
1: On the free agent market yeah, right year. now. Bellinger would be one. No, no. What?
2: Otani and Yamamoto, too. And you want to throw in Bellinger, fine. But I don't— Well, I was going to get to Otani, okay, obviously. Yeah, Otani saying, won. Yeah. Right, so Otani so and Yamamoto. So those I wasn't even thinking yeah. foreign. But, yeah, there you go. Yep, 100% gotcha. right. I, I purposely left Bellinger I gotcha, I gotcha. out because I don't think the Mets want him, and nor do I. Mm-hmm. But Otani and Yamamoto, the Mets are in on those guys. Otani uh, doesn't want New York. Yeah. So that's not King Cohen's fault. That's Otani doesn't want— Like, it's not like Steve Cohen said, you know what? Because of our misspending last year, I'm going to dial it back and not spend on Otani this year.
1: True, but David Stern seemed to project a little bit of um, a conservative. Remember that chat with Martino? Yes. What they might do this offseason? Like, to me, that was a bit of a warning flair. Like, we'll try to get better, but we're not going nuts. Correct, which is true.
2: Meaning on, like, if I were to ask you who the second best free agent pitcher available is right now. Snell. Correct. They're not going to go after Blake Snell. No. Bellinger. Not maybe on Soto's level or Otani's level. They're not going to go after him. Mm-hmm. That's so. But you said, "Well, he's not operating like any best free agent is available." It's going to be, "Hey, come to King Collins. But
1: you tell me the top two he is, or he would be if which Otani is a, wanted which to a come big here. Otani's yeah. talking about five hundred million.
2: Yamamoto, you're talking about over two hundred million for a guy you never seen pitch here. And not,
1: not trying to minimize that. That's true. That's a, that's a good response. The only thing that I'm going to ask you, based on now, this is my question. Uh, taking something from the last caller, but I've got a question for Sam. Mm-hmm. At what point? Does the King Cohen moniker expire? Like, that's a I, know great that, question. Li- I know that literally he's going to be the most affluent owner in baseball, and that's where you get it. That's what you attribute it to. I'll give you a simple one. But at some point, if we're sitting here and it's two years from now, they're languishing at 75 wins, King Cohen's going to sound ridiculous. I'm going to give you a simple one. What?
2: And it's way sooner than two years. Okay. Might be two days, might be two weeks. If they lose Yamamoto to the Yankees, I cannot crown him king. I respect that. I can't do it. I respect it. You know what I mean? I'm not...
1: It's the only answer, honestly. I'm not blind it. here. Okay,
2: now if they lose him to the Red
1: Sox, mm, but why? Well, to the Yankees in particular. Why should that be different though?
2: Well, because part of the King Cohen he's not moniker, going to the Red Sox Yamamoto. Part of There's the no King Cohen. Oh, now watch him. Sound. Hey, he ain't the, going there. Part of the King Cohen moniker is he's the king in this city because the Yankees don't operate the way that they used to. King Cohen does. He comes in, flashing that you know those dollars all over the place. If they lose out on Yamamoto to the Yankees, I don't think I could refer to him as King Cohen anymore.
1: And eventually, there's got to be a a correlation to sustained winning with the flashage of dollars, I would imagine. Well, that is true. That's the other part of the equation. You've got to keep the crown. You
2: you could get Yamamoto. You could go out there and make other splashy moves. Eventually, they got to win. That's it. And that is something that, unfortunately... Yamamoto! Oh, God. If they lose him, it is over. All right, BT and Sal on the fan We'll continue with your calls on the other side. And we have some news